Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Peter Gabbett Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Timothy Hankst, and today is September 25th, 2020, which means I'm on day 286 in a row of 365 promised episodes that brings you unedited, unscripted improv, news, movies, music, sports, food, entertainment, and all things except politics. What happened to the Denver Nuggets' dream of beating the L.A. Lakers? Well, it's coming closer and closer to a nightmare as the Lakers won yesterday, putting them up 3-1 on the Nuggets. And as we all know, most teams cannot come back from a 3-1 deficit unless it's the Denver Nuggets against the L.A. Clippers. Can they do it against the L.A. Lakers? I don't think so. But if they did that twice in a row, I would say history was made. In fact, I'm pretty sure a similar situation occurred with them in their series previously with Utah as well. So either way, if anyone can do this, it is the Denver Nuggets. If anyone will do this, it is not the Denver Nuggets because they have no answer for Anthony Davis And the L.A. Lakers look as though they have a quick and easy ride to the NBA Finals with one W away until they face off inevitably against the Miami Heat. We all know that the NBA world wants Boston versus L.A. They want that old rivalry. There's more fans of Boston and more fans of the Lakers than probably any other teams in the entire NBA, which would make them the most money. But it's not going to happen. Miami has been fighting tooth and nail, just grinding out these games, and I believe they're going to end it today, and they will go to the finals against the LA Lakers and maybe beat them by one game and lose all the others, and LeBron will get another stupid trophy, which he'll hoist above his fat head as he talks crap about Colby Covington, even though with 100 pounds on him and a foot taller than him, he would get murdered by Kobe in the octagon within 10 seconds or less. Ryan Reynolds is at it again this time with a commercial for Aviation Gin that involves parents of students that are in middle school and doing it virtually through Zoom. Talking about if you're in middle school or if you have a kid in middle school, actually. Yes, if you have a child in middle school and you are attempting to explain their homework to them and it frustrates you because math is different now and all these social sciences and things and they took away home economics and, you know, there's probably no art or music All the things that have changed over the last maybe decade or a little bit more have gotten parents irritated. Irritated enough that they sometimes need a day drink while their kid is on Zoom in school. And what better drink to have than aviation gin? In fact, he goes on to say that the bottle for the individual who's teaching their kid in a Zoom class for middle school is actually larger so that they have more to consume in case their stress level is higher than usual, which it certainly is 
because we all know this Zoom school is a load of crap. Kids get two or three hours a day. They learn nothing. They don't interact with other students face-to-face. They have no real form of social interaction, so they have no idea how to like walk up to another student and say hi and talk to them. There's going to be all kinds of bullying and fights that happen when kids go back to school. And if they do, what? They're supposed to wear a mask and have, you know, plexiglass walls in between their desks and live like they are oppressed in some sort of communist regime. I mean, this is not the way to live. Kids are the least affected by this COVID BS. And if parents are not worried, then they should have the choice to send their child to school. And I'm not one to, you know, risk my kid's life. I'm not just going to risk my kid, whisk him away and be like, all right, you know what? Take the chance of dying and maybe you'll learn something. That's, That's not what anyone would do as a good parent. But that's what you do anyways When your child goes to school, you take a risk that somebody's going to come to that school with a bomb and blow it up or with a rifle and start shooting bullies that picked on them. You take the risk that the school is going to get started on fire by an arsonist or that there's going to be head lice from one of the nasty, trashy kids that spreads to everybody else. All these things can happen at school and they do happen But you take those risks, not because you don't care about your child. Of course, you love your kid more than anything in the world. But it's because the experiences they receive at school, at public school, is important to the growth of a small human into an adult. Had I not had these experiences myself, I would be even more crazy than I am today. And at least I had something that weighed me down into the world of reality by having friends I met through schools I went to that to this day I still have bonds with and it means everything to me. And Thank God for them. I still go once a year on an annual camping trip with my best childhood friends who I met in school. My kid, she has no friends because she hasn't met anyone in school, because she hasn't gone to school, Because this is her first year of school, she's in kindergarten, and it's all been through this Zoom digital crap that does nothing. In fact, I'm pretty sure I can teach her better without this Zoom thing, which is what we do. As soon as the Zoom's over, we give her a real lesson. And she still doesn't have friends. Well, folks, I finally own both my vehicles. I paid them both off. Yes, during this pandemic. I should be proud of myself. Paid off a $20,000 vehicle and like a $17,000 vehicle. Both during this pandemic. It just so happened I was at the end of my payments for both of these cars, which was why that happened. But, you know, I'm proud. I'm the proud owner of two virtually identical SUVs. A 2013 Nissan Rogue and a 2010 Chevy Equinox, both maroon-colored. So people probably think maroon is my favorite, but it's not. It just so happens that I randomly have two cars with that color. But I got to say this. Every time you pay something off that you no longer have to make payments on, something else comes around immediately 
to replace that payment. I was thinking, oh man, I'm going to save so much dough. Usually I pay 300 bucks a month on my Nissan Rogue. Don't have to do that anymore. And 100 bucks a month on my Chevy Equinox, and I don't have to do that anymore. So that's 400 bucks I'll save. Well, that's not always true. Because now I realized because of this Zoom meeting crap for my kid in school, I go over my Wi-Fi amount. Yes, this is a real thing. My Wi-Fi amount for Cox Cable, who is the provider of my internet. Now, I don't even have their cable. Their cable sucks. I don't need it. I have a box that gives me everything. But I do have their internet because their internet's better than the only other choice in this area, which is AT&T U-verse Internet plus or whatever piece of crap that is and so i have cox internet which was 250 megabits per second and they charged me about 95 bucks a month i'm thinking you know that's not that much you know 95 i mean that's under 100 still sucks it's like i'm only getting the internet for 100 bucks a month that's it to me that's crazy but whatever but as soon as my kids started zoom school i went over my allowed Wi-Fi usage, this is a real thing, apparently, my allowed Wi-Fi usage, every couple days, I went over it again and again and again, and they would charge me 10 bucks every two days. Every two days. So I'm like, all right, I got to do something about this. I'm, I'm calling Cox and, and figuring out this, this situation here. So I called them up, and I asked them, hey, why am I getting docked a bunch of money because my child is in Zoom school, which I pay taxes for public school already. This is bullshit. And their response was, oh, no, you know what? That's no big deal. You can get a special version of our internet. That's only $9.99 a month. And it's specifically there for children, for people who have a child in school. And it basically just covers the Wi-Fi for their schooling. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's that's actually a great deal. I mean, 10 bucks a month, that's, that's how much I'm spending every two days when I go over my allowed Wi-Fi usage. So I asked the guy, I'm like, well, does this affect my speeds? Oh, yeah. It'll go from 250 megabits per second to 25. 25 megabits per second which is the same speed you get from dial-up internet. You remember what that one was, when it would, you'd have to wait for it to dial up through a phone line and make that crazy noise and, you know, and all that crap. And then you would have to wait like five minutes between each web page on the internet. And no, you know what? I use this for everything. I use the Wi-Fi in my house for all my devices, for the box that I, that gives me all movies, TV, and series, for my computer, which controls, you know, for all of my business at this point because I'm not going out into festivals and selling food. I'm only slanging bottles online. So you think that I'm going to go from 250 megabits per second to 25, which will all be used up during the school time and... I'll probably still go over my allowed stupid Wi-Fi amount. I No, I was pissed. I was like, no, no, no. What you need to do is provide me with the same 
freaking internet and not allow me to go over my data usage because my kid is in stupid Zoom school. Like, this is crazy that I'm getting docked for this. It's just not fair. And after a ton of complaining and explaining to the woman who worked at Cox that I have nothing personal against her. I know she's just a worker in the retention department trying to save me as a customer because I've had their products for so long and I'm such a meaningful customer to them. They love me so much. No, they don't. They don't give a crap. They just want my stupid money. And I explained to her that I don't hate her personally, but I am going to be a total bitch to her until she gets me what I desire and they finally gave in and they were like, all right, instead of charging you 175 bucks for our ultimate package, we'll charge you 125 for 500 megabits per second unlimited internet. And I'm like, I don't know why you didn't just offer me that to begin with because I went through a whole spiel with her. We talked forever. I was on the phone for like 20, maybe even 30 minutes. And all I needed was an unlimited version of the internet. It didn't have to be faster, but now it is supposedly. You know, it didn't have to be better, but now they say it will be. And in the end, I ended up calling to find out why I'm paying 10 bucks more every two, every two days for my kid's school. And instead, I got a higher bill per month of 30 more bucks over what I paid. Instead of 95, I'm paying 125 now. I mean, they just rape you. I basically called them, lubed up my bum, bent over, and prepared for insertion from Cox Cable. Yeah, and you know what? That's all you can do. You just take it. That's all you get. You just take it from them, and you have no choice. Because what? I'm not going to get you versus crappy internet. Of course not. I'm going to have good internet so I can still watch my shows and all my stupid crap and be on the Wi-Fi for my phone so it works better when I'm doing like seven apps at the same time and transferring files and doing all this other stuff. So you got me once again, Cox Cable, and you got me public school system Zoom crap. I have just decided to bend over and accept it. Well, folks, we've all been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. For the Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie, which by the time it actually shows will be four years from when the original movie was given to us, the Joss Whedon version. But apparently, according to Henry Cavill, he's not reshooting any of the scenes. All the other actors have been called in for reshoots that have cost up to $70 million dollars. But Henry Cavill says he's now participated in a single one of those. Now, I thought most of the reshoots would be to get rid of his digitized, taken away mustache scenario that they had in the movie that just looked so stupid. They had to CGI away Henry Cavill's mustache that he had for a different movie, and it just looked retarded. And I will say that I believe he's lying about this. He's trying to keep things under wraps and, you know, mislead the public so that they can surprise us all when some of his scenes are redone and something amazing happens. You know, I just predict that this reshoot scenario is, and everything he explains about it might be a little white lie 
to confuse us. And then they're going to come out and prove that they reshot a ton of his scenes. And it's going to be amazing. Although right now, he's definitely not reshooting scenes because he's in England shooting season two of The Witcher. Which I got to say was a fantastic show in the first season. I watched it. I didn't think I would be into it. I figured, you know, I never watched any of the Game of Thrones. I'm one of the, I'm like 1% of the population who did not watch Game of Thrones. I just didn't do it. You know, I just don't have time to get into something that, that that's that in-depth and hour-long episodes, and there's so many seasons of it. I've done that with so many other shows. If I, you know, put my time into that as well, I'll accomplish nothing in life. So I just never gave in to the temptation to watch Game of Thrones, even though everyone else did. But I figured Witcher didn't have that many episodes. You know, it was on Netflix anyways. It kept popping up into my face. So I gave it a whirl, and I loved it. And I cannot wait for season two. Typically speaking, I have uh, ups and downs in my opinions of Henry Cavill. Sometimes I like him. Sometimes I don't like him. Do I think he is a great Superman? Yes. He looks like the face of Superman from a comic book. He's got the chin. He's got the plain, all-American, white boy look that you expect from Superman. Do I think Nicolas Cage would have been a more funny and crazy Superman? Yes, I do. And that almost came to, came into play. A lot of people don't know this, but they actually had him even suit up for some photographs in preparation for the beginning of filming of a movie long ago where Nicolas Cage would be Superman. That is why they claim he may show up as that multiverse version of Superman in the Flashpoint movie that supposedly will have everybody just to ensure that we all want to see it because otherwise, just starring the Flash himself, Ezra Miller, who is a controversial boy to say the least, would not be enough to get us to theaters to pay money. But with the addition of all these Batmans and Supermans in different multiverses, I think we are in for a wild ride with DC that all ends with a four-part series in 2021 on HBO Max that will be the release of the Snyder Cut Justice League, which we've all been waiting for. Folks, it is time for the portion of the Peter Gabbett podcast that I'm certain you have been anticipating. And that is Real Stories brought to you by me, Peter Timothy Hankston Barbecusion. It's B-B-Q-U-S-I-O-N in case you haven't heard it the last 285 times. And today, folks, I am going to tell you a story about when I met a buddy of mine by the name of Greg Lavelle. Yes. Now, this guy is one of the best friends I've ever had. Just a cool dude all around. But it was only by chance that I met him while working at Applebee's on 185th and Walker in Beaverton slash Hillsboro, Oregon. It's right on the cusp, right on the edge of each. And, you know, we immediately hit it off because we both smoked weed. What do you know? So we would, you know, hang out after work blaze it up, drink, smoke, and straight West Coast. But I didn't know until 
a little into our friendship that G-Reg was a rapper as well. Now, I believe it or not, I knew a lot of rappers in Oregon. A lot of white rappers. Most of them terrible. Just, just embarrassing. Just bad. Like, don't listen to them. It will hurt your ears. But not my friend Greg. This guy could rap. Not to mention his real skill, 100%, the best of his abilities, is making beats by far. I mean, this guy can make some sick beats. He had his own studio. So, of course, one thing led to another. And I would always jokingly freestyle battle with him, make, you know, little raps or rhymes about things that were happening around us. Just to, you know, get a, a smile out of him. Because I'm an entertainer, that's what I do. And he, you know, he actually enjoyed the the sound and the speech patterns I had enough to begin to slowly but surely harass me to make a rap with him. He's like, hey man, you know what? You gotta rap with me one of these days. You You keep acting like you're not a rapper, but then I hear you do some... You know, random freestyles here and there and some other stuff. And it's actually not bad. I, I truly think if you gave some effort, you would be a decent rapper. And I'm like, you know what, man? You know, I got to be honest. I'm I'm a whitey from Oregon. There's no chance I'm going to become a rapper that's famous. I'll be looked at as a fool. You know, I'm just, I'm from the great white north where there's lumberjacks and loggers and just, it just doesn't make sense. What am I going to rap about? Having a great and easy, wonderful childhood and, you know, nice people around me, being in a safe environment and not being worried when I walk the streets. I mean, that's not what people like hearing about with rap songs. But then he gave me a bit of advice. He's like, you know what? Just rap about your life and you never know what could happen. It might sound dumb. It might not. You know, let's see. We both work at Applebee's. Make a rap about that. And I did. I made a rap about Applebee's. And it was actually pretty dang good. I'm not going to lie. I was impressed with the way it turned out. Luckily, he had a complete studio in his parents', his parents house at the bottom level. Uh, the, the bottom level that he lived in, it was like a whole nother house. There was a kitchen, two rooms, a bathroom, pool table, an entire studio for recording anything, and like a little living room area, you know, with a TV and everything. This guy had it made. I'm telling you, just straight up had it made. And we would be down there all the time while he's like making beats or, or doing whatever. And he, he was just like, you know what, spit a few bars on this. Uh, in my studio real quick on this mic and we'll see what happens and sure enough we came out with about four or five rap songs including some cameos by a friend of mine scott kovalik and a cameos by an ex-friend of mine who's now a straight-up drug addict i'll probably never see again and before he dies by the name of fat ryan who i've said many stories about now skinny heroin ryan and of course, Greg himself. Greg killed it on the mic each time he, you know, was in one of the songs that we made. But it proves that no matter what, even if you just think, you're like, there's no way I could be a rapper. I'm just not into that. I, I just personally, I never thought of myself as a rapper. 
You know, I listen to hip-hop all the time, especially underground. My favorite rapper of all time, Atmosphere, a.k.a. Slug, a.k.a. Sean Daly. You know, some of my other favorite rappers, Sage Francis, Aesop Rock. I like the Living Legends. You know, I like, especially from the Living Legends, I like Merce. And I just, I like the Grouch and Eli. I'm telling you, all these people that I've listened to growing up influenced the way that I rapped on these tracks. And they're pretty funny, to be honest. You know, they're, just, they're not as bad as you would expect from a couple of white dudes in his parents' basement in Portland, Oregon, in, you know, about 10, 15 years ago. So for you folks today, I'm going to play not just one, but two of the rap songs I somehow still have on my phone. I've played I've played maybe both of them before in separate parts of different podcasts. You know, I've played them before. But I just think that if I play them again, you'll get another good laugh and you'll be reminded that I will never be famous from rapping because I'm not great. But I was decent. That's true. Decent. And uh, keep in mind, we wrote these lyrics and, you know, knocked out these rap songs in a matter of minutes one night just for fun while intoxicated on both alcohol and marijuana. So I cannot be taken very seriously here. Had I spent like a month to prepare for this rap and, you know, had my own studio at home, whatever, maybe it would be better, better quality. But it's still funny, and it's still entertaining, and it still makes for a good, real story on the Peter Gabbett podcast of the time I made raps with my homeboy, Greg Lavelle, who to this day is still a good rapper and lives in Vegas now. So thank you very much for listening to the Peter Gabbett podcast, folks. Without further ado, here is some terrible music that I hope you enjoy, and I will talk to you tomorrow. All we do is smoke hella weed all day All we do is smoke hella weed all day Don't ask me this again cause you know what I'ma say All we do is smoke hella weed all day Even though I close the next three days in a row I'm gonna blaze a fat bowl before every shift Here I go On my way to the bus stop There's a cop so I must stop Smoking this pipe that I just bought From the hot box head shop Keep going, can't be late for work If I do, my boss will be a jerk and a Jew Man, they think they're so smart Switching my name on the floor chart So I start in the way back Where I can't stack any loot Cause every asshole wants a boot Gotta talk to the host to get a table Cause then I'll be able to tip out Before I dip out and sit outside Waiting for my ride Got no pride left in my heart So I start smoking on the way home Take a fat rip to my dome And I'll be blown Hey yo, all we do is smoke hella weed all day All we do is smoke hella weed all day Don't ask me this again cause you know what I'ma say All we do is smoke hella weed all day I'm blazed, blunted, hot as hell Here's a little story Biggie's 
about to tell I got the glass on glass, triple perk diffused Fresh water ice stuff and it's ready to use As the vault fills up with that hazy smoke I pull out the bowl piece, inhaling and in choke I have the zigzags and the swisher sweeps The Philly blunt wraps and the Vega treats When I call up Pete, all he wants to do is smoke a fat blunt on the streets So take a seat and listen to this sick track and sick beat All day, all we do is smoke hella weed all day. Turning that green into different shades of gray. All we do is smoke hella weed all day. So as you can see, all we do is smoke weed. All we need is a seed to produce a tree, which'll give me a means to succeed. Feed on this chronic that I got. It'll make your brain rot and get caught up in a haze of good pot till you get so distraught your heart stops from a blood clot. When I'm at work, I smoke till I get off, or at least till I cough, then I smoke more. That's why I'm so poor. Gotta take the beer cans back to the store to get some more money for some dank. Maybe stop by the bank or neighborhood bar and grill so that I can thank the expo Phil for making me some beats that were ill. Yo, Slow Life, by Peter Hangst. It seems like my life is stagnant, that is sticking to me like a magnet. That said I've had it, I can't take it no more. No more pain and sadness, I need to get past this madness and scrape my pathetic ass off this mattress. My life is a slapstick. Comedy surrounded by drama queens and comedic prodigies This world already swallowed me before it chewed me up Then after a taste of me it went and threw me up It's hard to make a living in the northwest area When unemployment rates creates mass hysteria Illegal aliens taking all our jobs Causing mobs to rob and slobs to live up top Ramen and corn on the cob Stores are closing Bank accounts are getting frozen This is where I'm from, the life I've chosen If you feel like imposing, you better keep on coasting Keep on coasting My life is like a car doing 20 in a 40 And all you do is drive by and try to ignore me No one knows I exist and no one would care I'm just another social robot with a blank stare yeah, tuition for school keeps going up This felony I got is keeping me from blowing up But nothing's stopping me from showing up Even though my childhood cancer kept me from growing up My life is slowing up and I can feel it every day I'm getting more tired and more weak in every way This life is an empty box of chocolates Tainted with lost progress As I live in a doctor's office Always coughing and feeling nauseous I try to have a good time and still be cautious but I'm slowly creeping up to the life in my coffin The day that I'm deceased will be a relief At least for the local priests and chief of police When I forever sleep I'll finally be at peace Remembered by no one, forgotten in a week Yeah my life is like a car doing 20 in a 40 And all you do is try to drive by and ignore me No one knows I exist and no one would care I'm just another social robot with a blank stare 
How can I finish this race when my wounds won't heal? I feel like I'm backpedaling on a bike with no wheels. I'm making no deals, and yet I still feel like I can peel back every piece of my life cause it ain't real. I fail worse than the show Ally McBeal. I'm a total low life. This is my slow life. I'll straight up punch a bitch in the mouth if she don't blow right. So I hope that my flow's tight. Even if it sucks, I don't give two dams or two fucks. I could spit for hours about Pete the fucking coward. But not today, cause I haven't even showered. My clothes are kinda soured. The smell of my cologne is getting overpowered. I wish I was more directed like Ron Howard. I'll be right back. I gotta go drop a grout. My life is like a car doing 20 in a 40 And all you do is try to drive by and ignore me No one knows I exist and no one would care I'm just another social robot with a blank stare The government we have is a joke Got a felony for weed, now I'm legal to smoke I blaze every day of the year But I still maintain a house and career all the drunks sit on a couch with a beer I think it's pretty clear that marijuana's better for your life And better for your wife Cause then you won't beat her Plus alcohol makes you a cheater Listen to your friend Peter I'm your new teacher This democracy of hypocrisy has got us all tossed up like we were lost at sea What's actually going on in the White House or overseas Where the fight's out of control We try to patrol another country that's dry and dull while their stomachs are empty and ours are full That shit is bold and I'm tired of it You can take your slow life and shove it The song is finished before I even begin it It's diminished like my slow life and everything in it When I started I was in it to win it Now it seems like disappointment is infinite My life is like a car doing 20 in a 40 And all you do is try to drive by and ignore me No one knows I exist and no one would care I'm just another social robot with a blank stare I might fuck her here, I might fuck her there 
even if she has a bush underneath that granny panty underwear But it's not fair, the bitch needs a razor, some scissors How you figure, I'm coming through a little bigger this time Me and Pete busting a new rhyme, committing crimes like this rap I know it sounds like crap, it should be a felony With this offbeat melody, so stop telling me how to do this shit Cause you know this rap Grab a blunt and grab a beer and come and join the party, yo We're smoking weed and taking shots and making awesome audio Party ain't back till I show up with my chronic and CD stash Both about to blow up, leveling, raging crash Without a simple bass, spilling vast at my freaking mouth Simple styles ain't much to figure out Try to keep it basic, don't speak abrasive My sayings are sex for your ears Fucking up your mind like a six pack of beers Winning more stages, creating crazes Looking at life, doing indica hazes Pippin' poetry, hoping it pays, kid Living at home with ghosts to get away with more than murder Silent crimes with and never speak a word of. If they smart, cause the way I'm on the talks Punks at the way and fading like they already lost My name's not Rick, but the sounds lost Grab a blunt and grab a beer And come and join the party, yo We're smoking weed and taking shots And making awesome audio